you just when you said get shruti, I just got transported to a place I had not been in a very long time, and I don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> like, <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> like, no, like full fucking disclosure. I've seen exactly one episode of Rick and Morty. I had a couple of friends that were like, you're going to love this. It's great. It's such a great show. And I watched one episode of it. And I'm like, yes, yeah, it's, it's funny. But like, it's it's me. Like, I'm just terrible at fucking TV. So I don't know. Whatever. And then all of the like capital D discourse with their fans and stuff. I'm just like, I think I'll skip this whole thing. But <laughs> I don't even mean to bring it here, but. It just bears repeating. Um, I was listening to a podcast prior to starting as I was setting up my gear. Mm-hmm. And it was recorded shortly after the uh, the Capitol uh, attack. Mm-hmm. And it's funny as they're describing this, you know, and of course, they're trying to like not laugh through it, but, you know, sort of process just the absurdity of it all. Right. And then you said get swifty, and then I'm just reminding myself that there was a time in American history, not too long ago, where a bunch of people, don't ask me where, like Rick and Morty, like stands, I guess you can call them, pretty much like laid siege to a McDonald's, like a random McDonald's, not like the headquarters, not even like a like auxiliary station or anything like that. It was just a regular ass McDonald's demanding that they bring back the Szechuan sauce, (laughs) which was a promo item for Mulan, which I'm not even going to get into that discourse (laughs) for the sole reason, not because people liked it. It's not the McRib, but strictly because it was a throwaway reference on Rick and Morty. Like the internet (sighs) legit hounded like mcdonald's social media they went to mcdonald's like in mass demanding this and then i'm thinking you know hey a couple of weeks like two weeks ago um there was a terrorist attack on the the capital where like a bunch of people <laughs> decided <laughs> hey let's storm a federal building they wanted in, intent Trump to do harm Szechuan sauce. <laughs> right and i'm not gonna sit here and you know, make a hot take and say that those situations are the same. But it's just after that happened, other situations start looking even dumber. <laughs> and like, we were, we had so little to do in American society. We had so little to do that demanding they bring back a dipping sauce. Now, like, Mulan came out when we were kids, so, like, I don't remember this at all. I don't remember if the sauce was even any good. Do you? No, I never had it. Uh. I just remember there was a commercial where these kids were like, hey, if you go to McDonald's and get these Mulan Happy Meals, you can get your, you know, did the chicken McNuggets with Szechuan sauce. And it's like, what did these cicadas like, for the taste of the East? And I'm like, oh, hey, can we, can we not? (laughs) <laughs> problematic small child and i'm like i know he was just reading off a script it's not the kid's fault none of this is okay and i don't even know where i'm going with this but we've in the last 20 years or so we've we've been through some shit <laughs> it's funny how we've progressed so much and so little all at the same time 
I think tonight's uh, subject is going to probably prove <laughs> that in, in spades, because my lord. I'm excited for this. I'm, I'm scared. Legit, I'm so excited for this. So you know what? We should probably key the theme song. And it sucks because there's a button where I can press the button and the theme song will play. And I forgot to program it. Oh, hell yes. Yeah, because this recorder that, um, I mean, I'll give it like, it has it has a sound pad. <laughs> so, like, if I were ever to live stream, like, I could basically just press a button and just pipe in at least four sounds. <laughs> including our theme song. We'd have to come up with, with humorous things to program in the soundboard. Right. Other than, of course, the theme song. I was like, we don't have enough sound effects. That's the problem with our podcast. There's not <laughs> enough sounds. That's that's the problem with our podcast. There's not enough sound effects. Like we're fucking morning zoo or some shit. <sighs> you mentioned Rick and Morty. All right, you. you... <laughs> I did this. You know what's funny is I was I. I had thought about prepping a cold open. I Googled dad jokes about music. I was going to make a whole like themed thing about it. And then I said, get swifty like an idiot. Wait, do you still want to do that? Hold on. Even no. If no. No, because I didn't actually get that far into my... <laughs> Turns out um, a lot of dad jokes are funny to me and like dads. And that's about it. So I, Isn't that sort of the target that... Isn't that the target audience? <laughs> Yep, I am dads now. I am well, all, all right. dads. I so. feel like you're at least contractually <laughs> obligated to tell at least one dad joke. <laughs> uh, let's see. <laughs> I like this one. Okay. I want to start a I want to start a business similar to an ice cream truck, except we sell baked treats and play classic rock music. I'll call it the Rolling Scones. I'm so angry. <laughs> well that's it talking like a teen is over and um go ahead, everybody <laughs> i'm adrian <laughs> i'm not adrian <laughs> welcome to talking like a teen the podcast we have a tendency to rush back into our past um so i'm your dad <laughs> <laughs> wow okay that raises for the questions one, I'm older than you. Two, that's a sitcom and a half. I'm not your dad. I'm their dad. Oh. <laughs> it's just like, I was like, you, no, no, let me not make that joke. I was like, you can't be my dad. You, you're not that disappointed in me. <laughs> and no, actually, you know what? I shouldn't say that. No, actually, you know what? Let me cut that, but. <laughs> Let me rephrase that joke just in case that like my dad does hear this. I was like, you can't be my dad. You're not disappointed in my music choices. <laughs> Though, shout out to my dad. Completely random story. So for years, I remember as a kid talking, speaking of like 1998, um, I was and still am, you know, a huge corn fan. 
begged my dad up and down, please take me to a corn concert. Please, please, please. <laughs> He's like, nope. You know, it's like, you're going to get, you know, basically it's like, it's not safe. And, you know, I've seen these shows and blah, blah, blah. I'm not doing it. As well as dad should. Right. Years later, <laughs> he was like burning a bunch of movies for me, like off like DVR, like on DVD. And one of them was like a corn concert. I thought it was the sweetest, like, hey, I never took you to one of their shows, but here's a concert. <laughs> Here, watch this from a safe distance. And also, safety first. Shout out to dad for one day sending me a uh, text message being like, oh, I saw this um, on a website. Uh, they're playing near you. I think it sounds like something you'd be into. And it was Ghost. And I'm like, how did you know I would be into this, Dad? I freaking love you. And he's like, yeah, this is some weird shit my son would listen to. And he was right. <laughs> how are you doing tonight? Oh, man. I am pretty okay. How are you? I feel old. <laughs> We're dads now. <laughs> we we are dads. And I mean, you're, you're a real dad. But I'm a real dad, too. I've adopted our, our fan base. I feel so. like even though you may not necessarily be, like, a dad on paper, I feel like this resonates with us for a reason. Um, <laughs> like, so you had sent this to me, like, pretty much just completely random off the rip, just being like, hey, check this thing out, Adrian. And I'm like, all right, cool, as we are want to do. Right. And when I opened a link... I was, I, something like, it wasn't disappointment, it wasn't even confusion, not anger, it was just this this feeling of like, huh. <laughs> like, finding out that, like, Travis Barker is, like, dating a Kardashian, huh? Yeah. No judgment. No shade. No shade at all. Um, I'm sure she's very nice. Shout out to Travis. Yeah. Be happy. Yeah. Um, so, like... Do you want to tell them uh, what you sent me? Since I'm going to sit there and put you on the spot, because I don't know how to process. And I've—it's been at least uh, what a day, two days of this, and I still cannot figure out like a take on this. Somebody tweeted some screenshots from a a compilation. I think this album is British or originates from England, which makes some of the choices on it make sense. It's a compilation called "Now That's What I Call Dad Rock," and it's like three discs. Of, Wait, what? Yeah, it's like three <laughs> Wait, discs. I didn't put no. Why? <laughs> I uh, because CDs only hold eighty minutes, and there's like four hours of this shit. Oh my um, god! I didn't even put these together <laughs> that this was actually like being like distributed on physical media. I thought this was strictly a digital thing. Well, yeah. Oh Dad no! Still own Dad still own boomboxes. Yeah, good point. We do. <laughs> The the tweet has since, like, kind of gone viral, and there's been some, like, pretentious articles about it and stuff. But, like, I sent this to Adrian, and I was like, I want to talk about this, because I think it's fucking hysterical. And then listened to a lot of this music and ended up in kind of a weird headspace about it. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the best way to describe it i have no idea like and it's not like a oh this sucks it's just more of a why now well the album came out in 2018 oh didn't know that oh yeah it is released june 2018 june 1st <laughs> mind you like they were like we need to get it's a it's the summer 
It's June 1st. We got to get this out to the dads. They be grilling, yo. They do be grilling. Dads, dads be grilling. And if I know if I know anything about dads, it's that they be grilling. But then it's like I think what's kind of endearing about this list is I will appreciate the spectrum that they go across because they're like there's all different kinds of dads because some dads grill to like I don't know the stone roses, but then some dads grill to everybody's changing by keen. <laughs> But then there's some dads that listen to all the small things. And then there's some dads that listen to Weedus, which was like, you no, know, like Weedus, that oh, just man. happened. <laughs> so there is a point in time back in like 2002 where pretty much every mix CD I made started with the song Truffles by Weedus. Because you that know. beginning... The beginning of that fucking song just goes, and it's the best. We just rocks. I'm sorry. Like, see what you will about <laughs> Teenage Dirtbag. I know it's like a kid you throw away single, and it's like, yeah, Minas Vari, whatever, the video. But, yeah. you know, and also they fuck with Matt the band. Yeah. Like, they've toured, like, heavily together. And I think, and I'm like, you know, we were unfair to Weedus, because not for nothing, that guy was a dick. He drove an IROC. <laughs> Plus the whole bringing guns to school thing. We, which we generally frown upon that as dads. So should we crown them with the Foster the People Award for like songs about school shootings that are like random? And I'm not making light of that, by the way. That's a very serious thing, and I want you to ever do it. It's terrible, but it's weird how many songs like bring that energy. I'm like, wow. Well, and and they're not songs like Youth of the Nation. <laughs> where they're like trying to trying to get you to feel a certain way about things being like because uh, we need pld to be like damn bringing like school shootings are bad man right i'm like we get it taking PLD. taking the daring stance that school shootings are bad thanks pod <laughs> is pod on this list i don't even think i went through everything pod is not on this list i i, I guess they're not dad enough there are a few things that i noticed about this playlist um, the one thing I noticed is that apparently there are no dads that enjoy like R&B or old soul music or it, it only white dads exist. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why they said dad rock, which I love that. Like, how does that somehow come off weirdly problematic? I just, I don't know. It it just, there's still, like, I think there's a way that you could do, quote, dad rock and be a bit more inclusive. But, but yes, if we're going to take it the, to the premise that this is rock and therefore it's rock and roll, whatever, fine. Okay. But hey, shout out to them for including both Complicated by Avril Lavigne and Torn by Natalie and Bruglia on that list. Because, <laughs> you know what it is? This list could have easily been, like... How about we just incorporate just a bunch of, like, butt rock for three discs, yes. and they did not. They did not do that. Listening to this, I came away with two sort of things where I'm like, I kind of want to talk about butt rock with you. Um, and I think this might be a good place to do that. And also, I sort of unironically enjoyed myself listening to a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Not all of it, but a lot of it. 
all right, so let's do this. Like, I don't know. Like I said, there's there's a lot of songs on here. One of the ideas I I had in planning this, which I did not, um, <laughs> was <laughs> Eileen and I had apps on our phones for like the, an episode of Aging as Issues we did. We were just asking each other random questions. And it was like a, mm. basically it's like a random number generator. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking like, okay, we'll hit the number generator and whatever number lands, we'll like talk about that song. But then I'm like, you know what? Some of this stuff doesn't need to be discussed. <laughs> uh-huh. Some of this stuff I have absolutely no fucking opinion about. All right. So here, okay. Here's a question for you. Sure. What were some of the songs on it that you looked at and you were like, that's dumb. And then like thought of, or thought about it or listened to it further and was like, no, actually this this is fun. I'm like legitimately enjoying myself listening to this. See, I guess then it's a generational thing because me being 36, the songs that I'm going to, you know, go to, which is why I thought like, you know, Avril Lavigne and Natalie Ambruglia. But then I thought, and this is something we discussed um, when you sent this to me. One mm. of the songs that was on here that really made me feel my mortality it wasn't Blink-182, All the Small Things. It wasn't even In Too Deep by Sum 41, which might actually be one of my favorite songs of all time. It is impossible to hear that song and not, like, feel insanely happy. shit. Yeah. But the song that made me, like, just feel old, and I think I expressed this to you, was Kids by MGMT. Uh-huh. That just fucking happened to me. Like, that song <laughs> just came on the radio, and I'm at my desk, at my former job which you're not going to say the name of and being like what is this this song is amazing please play it again <laughs> yeah because i sat there and i'm like i i think i remember when the album came out it was around 2007 2008 and then right. i looked it up and it came out in 2007 and you and i talked about this the problem with that is that you and i still think it's like 2007 was not that long ago when kids born in 2007 are in high school now Turns out, we old. <laughs> I was so upset. Like, <laughs> I was just listening to this album today. Because it's this good. recording. Because it's good. It's rules. Yeah. That just, actually, that's just, how? How has it been 15 years? I remember being at a bar with my cousin and, like, flooding the jukebox with a whole bunch of indie rock, even though it was a predominantly hip-hop crowd and pissing them off. And this is one of the songs I jammed out to as they stared at me. And me being very inebriated was like, y'all just don't appreciate my art. As if I wrote the song. Like, <laughs> oh, so like the fact that this is on here is very appropriate. But again, that's too recent. See, when I think dad rock, I think of like the music that would have been around like when my dad was mm-hmm. younger or, or, you know, stuff that. But I'm like, I don't think my dad's gonna be rolling with who the fuck is razor light by the way i think they're british as i'm saying i think this is this album was catered to england because there are a few bands on here where i'm like aside from england you didn't do anything here like as far as america is concerned so i'm like i don't know also did white snake do multiple versions of here i go again because Uh, this was a, a weird one right it's like, here I go again, 87. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize this was like the Madden football of <laughs> a, like hair metal because like. I think they remastered it. So that might be the OG version. So it sounds like shit. But the fact that like you go to Natalie and Bruglia, the 1975 mm-hmm. 
Bastille, the kooks, yes. to then deep blue something. <laughs> like, Which we talked what? about last episode. Right? So I'm like, what is... <laughs> so, okay, other question. Out of all the, the dad songs on here, what song is the most dad song? Oh my God. All right, let's see. I don't know if this is the most dad song, but definitely on there, like on that list is like Born to be Wild. Yes. But that's almost getting close to like grandpa age now. Like Pop Pop mm-hmm. likes Born to be Wild. <laughs> <laughs> and that's one of those things. Like, granted, I got young parents. Like, not to, this is not a, a judgment thing of my mom. Like, my mom got pregnant in high school. Um, so I didn't have a regular mom. I had a cool mom. So yeah, a lot of this stuff is, it feels more like the music that my grandparents listen to. And granted, I think I told you this earlier this week, like my grandfather's favorite band is AZDC. Like I got cool grandparents too. So I don't know. (laughs) It's weird. Cause then, you know what it is? It's. What's bugging me isn't even the track, like, the actual songs they picked. It's Mm -hmm. the order in which they appear. Uh Uh-huh. Because you and I talk about this. Song placement is very big with us. So, like, okay, you go to, like, uh, like, how do you go from Bad Out of Hell, which actually that probably should have been my number one choice, not even because Meatloaf (laughs) is some dad rock. Like, let's let's keep it a whole buck. Um, (laughs) Because I am everyone's dad. I will say this. I put this playlist on and I meet Loth. That's on K-Mon. And I turn that shit up and I rock the fuck out because he is a problematic idiot. But, but. that whole like bombastic, overly produced, like fucking musical shit is my jam. I love Meat Loaf. <laughs> See, and I would have like reached over Nudge your hand out the way and skipped it just so I could listen to Motorhead. <laughs> fuck yeah, rest which in is, peace, Lemmy. Yeah, which is fair. But then, like, the Fratellis, like, I'm sorry, who bangs with the Fratellis like that? So, as someone who has actively hated the Chicago Blackhawks for as long as I have, <laughs> I I like the Fratellis a lot. I cannot listen to Chelsea Dagger. It It incites a very, like, it's that like snap and then immediately like rush to the whatever the source of the music is to change a song because I can't. People have not jammed to the Fratellis since like not since people used to line up for like the iPod Nano. Have the Fratellis been hot? <laughs> I think that album came out in two thousand six. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it might be earlier than that, but I think that album came out in two thousand six. Also. I don't know if this was because of Weezer or like a byproduct of, I think. I can't listen to Africa anymore. I think, you know what, of all of like those 80s standards that we love, I might actually be officially over Africa. The song, relax, (laughs) internet, relax. Because someone's going to one day clip this out of context. How dare you? And it's like, Adrian's wild problematic. And I'm like, no, I was talking about the song, not the continent. Cradle of Civilization, y'all. The song, the song Africa by Toto. Great. You and I have both talked about how that's that's not the Toto song. That's not the one you go for. Okay. Now the question is, what is your go-to Toto song? This is... You are, you are Rosanna and I am Hold the Line. 
and that is where you and I fall because we've had this argument before. Yes. <laughs> and this is the part where we high five a chest bump, but social but distancing. Exactly. <laughs> so we do it from six feet. As uh, I lunge forward to my desk, <laughs> crack my head open all because it's like, now don't get me wrong, hold the line. Is a banger of a song. Like that chorus, that guitar riff is so meaty. It's like, and the the build up to in Rosanna from like the beginning where it's kind of like chill, and then like at the end where like fucking loses his shit. It's so good. I love Rosanna. Uh, Snap it on that keyboard! Holy shit, that synth is going off. It's the best. Fuck, I'm sorry. Uh, Africa's just like, ugh. (laughs) It's nice and all, but I'm like, eh. I I can't build a life around that. It's fine. It's it's totally fine. Oh god, the Lumineers. <laughs> oh hey, which could be the title for every Lumineer song. <laughs> or hey oh. ho. <laughs> or oh hey oh. <laughs> or ho ho hey, which is their you Christmas album. <laughs> you sent me your idea for the Lumineers drinking game where you take a shot every time they say hey. <laughs> Just like then you just call it album. Hey, that's what I call alcohol poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, our favorite um call back to another episode. Smoke on the water. Yeah, fuck that song. <laughs> <laughs> I it was one of those where I had it I had this playlist on, I was like doing other shit, and I heard that guitar shit start and I was like, Yeah, you know what? This still doesn't go, I don't really care. Um, and then I skipped it. I'm still trying to decide what the most dad song is. There's a weird part of me that thinks that the kooks might be the answer. I I think naive is a good choice because it's so inoffensive. It's just kind of like a swaying, happy song about some bullshit. And it's like three minutes and it's done. Like, it's just the most like inoffensive, nothing song on this album. I'm still trying to figure out, which is actually, that is a good call. Because not for nothing, that is a really good song. I'm just shit talking because the hooks are very cool. But how is Imagine Dragons in a 1975 on this list? <laughs> like, not only is, are these dad songs, but this is your dad at Target. You know, it's like he's there because, you know, he's that type of dad who's like, oh, you know, your mother, right? Am I right? Making me shop for towels. And he's all like, oh, this place sucks. But then all of a sudden Radioactive comes on. He's all like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It made me think of going to Best Buy to shop for CDs when that was a thing. It feels like an album that like that a dad would pick up and be like, yeah, Imagine Dragons. This I is going to get me cool. <laughs> I heard I heard Radioactive on the radio. That was fine. The rest of this album should be very good. Let's fucking go. And then spends $18 on it. And you are forced to listen to it in the car for years and years and years. Until he finds something else to listen to. See, like, you, like this is a dad who bought this trying to connect with his kids. Uh-huh. Because he heard it off of one of, like, their YouTube videos or something. <laughs> or what he thought was... But it was like, no, dad, it's just, you know, royalty-free dubstep. (laughs) Or he heard it from a TikTok making fun of it and thought that it was in earnest. But like that, the 1975, that feels really recent to me. Like, okay, fine. The 1975 just happened. 
Like they're still happening. How, yeah. Well, that was how I felt about uh, Pompeii, that Bastille song. I'm like, this song just came out like three years ago. <laughs> I understand that like we're making, we're producing new dads every day, but like. <laughs> this song Why did sucks. that sound like an infomercial? <laughs> it's like, as like by the time this is over, one in five people will become dads. <laughs> Well, apparently, I'm sure you've seen the articles, um, because Twitter, um, apparently we're not making babies in quarantine like we're supposed to be, like good producing human beings. So shame on all of you not out there making babies because bringing life into his fucking hellscape sounds like a terrible plan. I mean, kids are expensive. Um, kids are expensive. (laughs) 2020 has some great music though, but no one's making babies of Phoebe Bridges Kyoto. It's just not happening. Like no, they're freaking busy grooving. Yeah, exactly. Or, like I'm or dancing. They're listening to their, or they're listening to their rest of that album in their fucking feelings. <laughs> Shout out to Phoebe Bridges, by the way. Hell yeah! Like there was something on this list though that made me go like, wait, what? I'm like, I'm scrolling through. Uh huh. Like you know what's bad when like. Nickelback and Hozier aren't even the things that like stick out to me. Like I was like, all right, that tracks. Right. What was your out of place track? Oof. Oh, there's so many. Now I will say, shout out for them starting with Queen because I'm like, there was no way that you could start this with anybody but I. So because it's me, they the the playlist started with We Will Rock You, and then I had to take an immediate detour, go listen to We Are the Champions, and then come back. That felt wrong. (laughs) Did not do it. Dear President Biden, because I know you listen to our podcast. (laughs) uh, Could you please sign an executive order stating that if anybody listens to Queens, we will rock you. You are mandated by the federal government to listen to We Are the Champions immediately thereafter. It's law. Also, amending that with you have to turn on gapless playback. (laughs) Yeah. So that way it immediately transitions. Turn your fucking crossfade off. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I really meant to say that I'm sorry for the way I am. Never meant to be so cold. Sorry, you said crossfading. (laughs) And I started thinking about butt rock. uh, What what is happening here? I don't understand. You don't remember crossfade? That was like, oh my gosh. See, no, that's what we should do. What we should at some point make mm-hmm. a playlist or a series of playlists called it that's what i call butt rock because <laughs> that rock is cool but <laughs> however <laughs> <laughs> okay so you said the least dad rock on here right yeah okay i you know in a weird way i like this song and shout out to every stop and shop at cvs i've ever been in mm-hmm. but how to like the fray oh like, hell how to save yeah a life I don't. I don't that's see you putting a, this on a playlist like like nah, this. That's not a dad song. That's I, that's my mom in a car song. That's what that's that shit the is. where the fuck are the Q tips? Like, is it in like the <laughs> like personal care aisle? Like, <laughs> how many dads you know are like you know what's my fucking jam? Two princes. Um, <laughs> shout out to shout out to my brother in law. Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. If you're listening to this, I love you. Please don't hate me. 
but I know you fuck with some spin doctors. There's no way you can listen to Two Princes and hear the intro of that song and not think of like a early to mid 90s yeah, like, slacker a, a, rom-com. Exactly. <laughs> like from Touchstone Pictures. <laughs> he was a boy around the corner and she was out of his league and somehow right. they contrived this plot for them to get together. <laughs> Two moderately attractive people star in. <laughs> and um, co-star Janine Garofalo as the <laughs> as the awkward friend because yes. you know unconventionally attractive people can't date. <laughs> rated uh, R. <laughs> I don't know why it's rated R, but it's like there are boobs in it. Here you go. <laughs> but they're on a magazine in the background, but the censors <laughs> caught it. God damn it. Um, I was sitting around listening to this and I was like, I, I heard two princes and I was like one, two podcasters and then like tried to come up with lyrics. So that might be a thing, but I haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> I do like that song. Like it's in, it, like, talking about indefensive. It's mm-hmm. fun. And it's like, every time it comes on, I'm like, Oh, here we go. Spin doctors. But right. then by the end of it, I'm like, you know, if I only wrote one song in my life, and it had this much longevity, I would not be complaining. That song still yeah. tracks. I still don't know what the words are, but... <sighs> he was a boy. She was a girl. Can I make it any more obvious? Can this get more heteronormative? <laughs> and then there was also another boy. So maybe it's less heteronormative than we thought. <laughs> so, like, hold on. Let's think about this real quick. Yes. What was the point of that song again? There's a a, a girl... And there was a rich guy who had his shit together. And then there was a poor guy who did not have his shit together. But he loved her a lot. And she had a choice to make between the two. And I don't know what she chose. But he was trying to make a conservative argument against choosing choosing against security and shit togetherness. But then it was like he supposedly was on MTV, which is like, is was it a reality show? Like, was it ridiculousness? Like... Like, oh, was whole th- you're talking about Avril? The Avril song? Yeah, wait, what were you talking about? I was talking about Two Princes. <laughs> no, I... <laughs> All right, okay, okay. So, uh, that's why I was confused. I'm like, wait, there was another guy in that song? This no, gets interesting. Well, <laughs> so, the Avril song, of which I can also give you the plot, um, she... <laughs> She was a girl, was like, and he was a boy, and it was very obvious. Um, he was a little punk kid, and she was a, a normal normie girl who liked him, but because clicks and shit wouldn't date him. And then fast forward, he got famous for being emo and shit. And then she went to his show after her life went to shit, and too bad he can't date her now because he's dating Avril Lavigne instead. End of song. Oh, see, I never picked up on the fact that, like, he was dating her. I just thought it was like, oh, damn, like... Yeah, she's, like, this- fucking self-insert herself at the end of the song being like, he's with me now. See but ya. that's the weird part, because, okay, if that's the case, then we weren't aware that she was a part of this. I thought it was just about these two people who, it's like, it was high school. Like, what? The odds of them staying together anyway were, were slim to none. Yeah, well, what do you do? I was just like... Damn, like he's on TV now and I messed up. I'm like, that was it? That's the barometer? Yep, that's it. I was like, damn. 
<laughs> well, thank you for explaining that. And I'm sorry for the confusion. <laughs> no, you're fine. I also think Stacy's mom is a weird choice. Stacy's mom is always a weird choice, which, and I hate, like, I feel bad now shit talking Fountains of Wayne because it's like, damn, like, that, they that was a loss that hurt. Yeah, they rule. Um, like, uh, what a. I don't know. Like this, this was this was another one of those songs that like my mom really liked. So like for me, it's such a like mom song where she's like, I can just like picture her in the car like singing along and dancing and pretending like, yeah, I'm Stacy's mom. I'm still hot shit. You know, for so. nothing though, this definitely is a like this is a mom song and not for nothing. Dad rock is cool now, but where's the mom rock? Like where's where are those songs at? I'm gonna I'm gonna make a Google. Oh, are we Googling? Let's Google it. I'm going to make a Google and see if there's a... uh, Now that's what I call mom rock. (laughs) And I'm going to be mad because I'm worried about what's going to be on it because I don't want to make an assumption. But if I know the internet, it's predictable. Because Stacy's mom was like one of those where I was... Hold on. I forget what I was going to say because that's a laugh. Holy shit. What happened? Now that's what I call mom it's got butterflies and daisies on the cover. Wait, is this real? This is real. I am looking wait, at Wait, please it. message. Wait, please send this to me. I need to see this. Like, Okay. <laughs> while that's going on, I'm... Because the list I found, it's like, okay, if your mom grew up in, like, late 60s or early 70s, you know, and it's a good list, but I'm like, I need something a little bit more updated. Like, you, you know, a, a cool 90s mom? Yeah, I'm gonna tell you what my, I'm going to tell you what my mom listened to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, your mom, can we ever just have your mom on one day? It's like, what did you listen to when you're, because it's like, she's already made an appearance once, so. Um, if I could figure out how to. That's I what could, I call mom. Aw. <laughs> See, now this is so much more like this unabrasive. It's so cute. Um, I wish there was a oh, here fucking. Where's the track If you scroll further down, there's a track listing. Aw. This, it, this is the most mom oh my god (laughs) i love this this is so cute and this is definitely british as hell fucking like my mom i was about to say like like, my mom knows who's westlife is (laughs) i don't know westlife remembers who westlife is take that is on this list leona lewis yeah this is definitely like yeah this is british as hell because you Uh, love me is no as as night like nah hold on they fucked this up Pink featuring Eros, George Michael, Faith. Ooh, that's a good one. Like that Bruno, like just the way you are, that Bruno Mars song, like that's a song my mom would like. Paloma Faith. Wow, that's a name I have not heard. <laughs> Waterfalls, <laughs> Destiny Shot. Okay, disc number two, so much better than the disc one. So, did you send me disc two? Yeah. Uh, hey, they sent out of order, just like you said they would. Um. Yep, happy. That's a mom song. Maroon 5, only moms like Maroon 5. Hey, complicated. <laughs> Avril Lavigne is dominating these, these compilations. Avril, Avril Lavigne with the same song for both moms and dads. All Moms and dads love Avril Lavigne. Alicia Keys. Uh, I, love, Gaga. I love that Alicia Keys song, though. It is a good song. Uh, TLC, Waterfalls. My mom probably fucked with that song. Wait, hold on. Is there anybody who didn't listen to Waterfalls? I don't, I'd know. Be, I don't know if I can trust anybody who didn't listen to Waterfalls. I did. She had to have, because I was obsessed with that album. I mean, the whole album is just brilliant. Christina Aguilera, 
Like, I love how at least, not for nothing, shout out to moms, or at least the moms that are marketed to in this mm-hmm. compilation. This sets a much clearer vibe than the dad one. I know who this mom is. This mom <laughs> is not my mom, but I know this mom. This mom is my friend's mom. <laughs> See, because I'm thinking mom rock, and it's like, I, I feel bad because on one end, I don't want to sit there and say, like, oh, Sarah McLaughlin and, like, Paula Cole and Sean Colvin. Because <laughs> they but fucking rock. But that's, like, the mom, that's the mom rock that I think of. Because, like, that's the shit that I can picture my mom listening to in the car when I was a kid. It was, like, that stuff and, like, bad, poppy, like, 80s hair metal shit. Mm-hmm. And, and Usher. Lots and lots of Usher. My mom loves Usher. Um, <laughs> and like Seal. Like to me, like Seal is like one of those artists that I'm like, Seal is only for moms and Batman yes. soundtracks. <laughs> <laughs> no, shout out to Batman Forever because it made a bunch of dudes feel that they were okay to, to listen to Seal. Like, come on. <laughs> Nobody was immune to the charms of Kiss from Rose. It might actually nope. be one of the greatest songs ever made. Slash videos ever made. Because all of this is just this dude with the silk shirt open, because that was R&B in the 90s. Yes. He <laughs> just had silk shirts and they were flowing in front of the best signal. So, like, was Seal calling for Batman? <laughs> like, I wanted to follow to that video where Batman just shows up, and I'm like, okay, who is the Joker? Penguin Riddler? Oh, it's you again. <laughs> like, can you not use this for, like, romantic purposes, please? This is a real... <laughs> This is for emergencies. Someone could be hurt. My parents were killed, by the way. I don't know if you know this or not. <laughs> Baby! It's like, if you're not going to take this seriously, I'm going. <laughs> oh, man. But, like, God bless those. Like, if you did not mosh and, like, floor punch and a windmill kick to Sunny Came Home. I love that song. It's so good. It's dark. It's dark. That song's metal as fuck. <laughs> See, I think there's a misconception that like white ladies have just now figured out how to be angry, and that's just not the case. We figured it out in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> it's like third, third wave that feminism, bitch. So <laughs> <laughs> they came up with that thing on her and just started spraying like. <laughs> And then, like, mm. Paula Cole being like, you're trash. I want a cowboy. I want to fuck a cowboy. I don't want to fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, not for nothing, though, most of those cowboys, because I'm like, John Wayne was also problematic as hell. This wouldn't have been any better. <laughs> the man played Genghis Khan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. Oh, man. I think she, I think. In her in her mind's eye, one can only speculate, but like in her mind's eye, it's like John Wayne as like a himbo sort of. I mean, thing. he kind of. I guess for that era, that probably would be like an example. Maybe not by modern standards. Yeah. Oh, and let's and not let's not even get into like my girl uh, Sarah McLaughlin. Like, oh my god, <laughs> we will do an episode about surfacing one of these days. Yes, we will. And I will cry. I will not cry, but I will allow you to have the safe space in order to process your feelings. No, but like, I think that's the thing that's kind of bugging me about the dad rock list is because mm. 
This list is pretty eclectic. Yeah. It crosses, like I said, a pretty wide spectrum. Mm -hmm. But I feel like sing you know, signaling everything like to be dad rock is a little reductive. Well, and like I get what they're going for, but like to me this would be like if they called it like I don't know, well, I mean obviously dad rock is just like a general term. Mm -hmm. But like this is definitely I mean, parent rock doesn't sound as cool. I because we don't want to call it classic rock because no. that that makes you feel old. But so much of this like that's just what I think of. Like, I don't know. To me, dad rock is like dad rock and like yacht rock are kind of the same thing. Um, I can I, I get what you're getting at. It's it's so, not a it's not a complete it's not like it's a Venn diagram. It's right. not a it's not a circle. I feel you on that. So yeah. let me ask you a really quick question. What's up? When you think of classic rock, do you think of classic rock as a certain period of time regarding rock music, or is it just any music that's separated by a certain time? Because, like, for me, I always thought of classic rock, like, let's say mid to late 60s to, like, maybe early 80s. Mm -hmm. That's kind of where I'm at. I agree with you, but... That's also the stuff that was marketed to us as in our age group as classic rock when we were growing up. True. So I would be interested to ask somebody, somebody like 10 years younger, what their idea of it is. And then cry when they tell me it's 90s shit. <laughs> right. Because like I started hearing like Nirvana and like Soundgarden, like uh -huh. Foo Fighters yeah. on classic rock stations. I'm like, time out, time out. <laughs> They're still active. They're still releasing new music. Matter of fact, there's a new album coming out in the beginning of February. I don't, like, I love My Hero. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. Yeah. I don't think that shit's, like, it's a classic song, but I don't think of it as classic rock. Like, Smoke on a Water is classic. Like, yeah. old Deep Purple, I don't know, like, hell, Genesis might be classic rock still, but, like. And that's, that's, I think it, it becomes more difficult now because like, what do you do with the 90s shit? If the 90s shit isn't classic rock, what radio station do you put that on? It doesn't exist. I think that's sort of the point is that since music has broken from terrestrial radio and streaming services kind of, unless they're doing like curated playlists, most of these songs, they're not sectioned the way that they used to be. Mm-hmm. And I don't know whether it be through memes or internet culture, music can either age very quickly or have like an, a ridiculously long extended shelf life. Right. So it's like, what do you classify as classic now? Well, and there are even like whole genres of music, like, like butt rock, like we were talking about earlier, like butt rock from 2003 sounds exactly like the, the same shit that they're making now. An Evanescence right. song for 2003 sounds like an Evanescence song made in the year of our Lord 2021. So it doesn't matter so much. But I think there is a distinction for for certain genres of like that like late 80s through like late 90s, early 2000s shit where it's like we don't know where it goes because it's not new enough to be on like a modern station, but it's not really old enough to fall under the the agreed upon definition of classic rock so what do we do with it i'm willing to bet that might be why this track listing is the way it is, is because i'm sure whoever curated this you know bless their heart might have 
mm-hmm. I'm just assuming that they may have had a similar kind of conflict of what constitutes that rock. Because like I said, they probably went like, oh shit, that song that we thought just happened turns out was damn near 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm probably experiencing something similar that my parents experience when it's like the songs that they were jamming to when they were kids and dating and whatever. Mm-hmm. Now they're <laughs> they're grandparents now. And that's the thing. It's like the the dad rock that we grew up with is not dad rock anymore. It's grandpa rock. But and I'm like, yeah, like it's it's grandpa rock, and it's not it's not going to be too long before someone's grandfather is going to be like, you kids, y'all, what do y'all know about Blink One Eighty Two? You didn't live that dude ranch life. Yeah, you're all raised on that neighborhood shit. We were on that fucking Cheshire Cat Buddha. Oh my god, Buddha. <laughs> Uh, it's like all the small things. We were rocking the carousel. What do you? These kids oh, yeah, don't know I love, nothing. I love carousel. One song. Oh my rules. god. <laughs> Buddha really is an underrated classic. It's so good. I don't know if that's an episode, but it's a good album that you should listen to if that sort of music is your jam. The passage of time is a fickle asshole. <laughs> Like, cause some of the stuff is just like, where do you put it? And I guess it's like trying to put it somewhere where it's acceptable and it makes sense, but it also doesn't make you feel a certain kind of way. Right. Nobody, nobody wants to pick up an album that's now that's what I call grandpa rock and take that to the cash register and buy it and listen to it and rep that shit proudly. But that's kind of where a lot of this shit is. Like, I don't this, know. It just happened. Like weed has just happened. MGMT just happened. Like so much of this is just. It's not even like, a, is this good music or bad music? It's just more of the, has it really been this long? Mm-hmm. And I cannot figure that out. Like, I just feel like this was one of those quantum realm kind of Marvel time jump things that just happened. <laughs> We're old, Ashley. Search and Destroy is a weird track. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just like scrolling through <laughs> this the playlist again and being like, no, this that is the song that's out of place on here. Really? You, yeah. I don't know. I fuck with Iggy Pop, though. That's my dude. That's fine. And I do as well. I just, I think it's a weird choice. I think it's a song that throws off the vibe. Like, if if this were my playlist, granted, it would be better organized. But if this were my playlist, that would be a song that I would probably have removed. I agree. Though some of these, like, okay, Feeder. That's Uh definitely early 2000s. I like that band a lot. Yeah. But, like... Buck Rogers, I'm like, all right, I, I get it. This is very British, whatever. Uh-huh. But, like, how are <laughs> you, it, like... you live in England. <laughs> <laughs> Though I do admit, I, do, I appreciate that Walk This Way, Run DMC, and Aerosmith, which that song is classic on top of classic on top of classic. That's, like, mm-hmm. barrier-breaking. Yeah. And putting that next to, like, Beastie Boys, You Gotta Fight For You Right the Party is dope. And I feel yeah, like if you were it. to reorganize this playlist and sort of like give it more of a flow and kind of put songs together that at least won't be as disjointed. I would still put those two together. And that's kind of the point. Like, I think if this playlist or this track listing were better organized, it wouldn't feel so weird because then you could say to yourself, all right, at the start of this, this is dead rock then. And here's more dead rock now. Mm -hmm. And here's even where dead rock could possibly go. I don't know. I think this this whole CD venture is is much better accepted if it's organized more chronologically than this. Exactly. 
That's kind of what I'm getting at. Thank you for saying it in a way that's not rambly. (laughs) I heart you. This venture also made me realize that, like, as much as I grew up sort of not, you have your thing with pop music where you're like, I don't want to admit that I like this. It hurts me inside. Um, (laughs) I kind of have that with a lot of 80s, like, hair metal shit. Where I'm like, all of this stuff fucking sucks, and it sounds the same, and I hate it, and good God. But, like, in listening to this playlist, like, I had so much fun listening to some of that shit that I hadn't heard in a long time. Like, fucking living on a prayer, I was, like, screaming in my fucking apartment. REO Speedwagon made me really happy. Like, it was just a lot of that stuff where I'm like, I haven't heard these songs in a long time just because I haven't been forced to. And with a little bit of distance, they made me smile. Because those songs really are fun. I mean, yes, were they worn out? I mean, if you've been to a hockey game <laughs> at any point in the 90s and early 2000s, you hear that every time there's a stoppage in play. <laughs> I will and it's tell like, you, I get it. <laughs> I will tell you this. If you go to a Tampa Bay Lightning game, you will feel like you are in an Iron Man movie. You hear so much fucking ACDC. Actually, I'm a Devils fan. I know that feeling. <laughs> the 80s you were, never ended for us, and now I'm living in Long Island. It definitely did not end here. You are it's still hear, actively going. You are going to hear Hell's Bells until your fucking heart explodes. <laughs> Do not worry about it. Like, fuck WandaVision. I feel like I'm living in that shit right now. <laughs> like, where am I? Something's wrong here. Oh like, but yet there is a certain charm to those songs and i get it and i'm pretty sure if i grew up in that era there'd be part of me that that would dig it but again like i said you heard it everywhere and it's like so much it's like te- it was like teen pop it was everywhere and i never got a chance to sit down and like listen to it for myself because mm-hmm. it was just constantly just piped into your ears but i'm like you know not for nothing shit kind of rules it kind of rules and it's fun and in the right context i'm like i get why these like dudes were just like you know just going wild because this shit's just it's batshit just ridiculous but it's fun Mm -hmm. and i guess the older i get you know as much as i you know like my deep listens and my you know introspective rock sometimes i'm just like fuck it like you know let's listen to rat right let's listen to quiet riot or White Snake. I don't know. They all, you're right. They all sound the same. One of them had a girl in the car who was very popular. One uh, of them was in a Geico commercial. I'm just like, I don't know. They, what, they might be poison. I think they're poison. I don't know. I'm just um, like. One of them. Have you heard the, the Living on a Prayer meme song thing? No, because that sounds it's, like blasphemy. Oh, Sorry. no. It's so fucking funny. It's. The New Jersey and me got very upset by hearing that. <laughs> so it's a guy losing his fucking shit over uh, different versions of the chorus of Living on a Prayer. So it's it's like, I played that for my mom. It's like one of those like weird like family inside jokes now where I'll just text her like lemon in a pear and she'll just like lose her shit. And she'll do that to me too, where she's just like Lincoln on a bear. And I know exactly what she's talking about. It's just like one of those like silly dumb things that we do to like feel close to each other. 
That's kind of adorable. I've never yeah. heard of this. Now I really feel out of touch. I'll send you the video. It's very funny. <laughs> but this list is cool, though. Like, I, you know, at first I was like, oh, my God, this is ridiculous. But then I'm like, you know, not for nothing. This is fun. I don't know if I would necessarily call it dad rock, but, like, I'm glad yeah. we talked about this. Yeah. Come on, though. The Fratelli's out? Like... <laughs> Only dads in Chicago like that. And those dads are bad news. <laughs> um, oh, I forgot about you ain't seen nothing yet. Oh, also, get Eric Clapton the fuck off this list. Sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. I think I Shot the Sheriff is a weird... It, again, was another one of those like weird choices where I'm like, really? Like, do another Eric Clapton song. Yeah, the one that's just dead silence. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let me stop. Oh, I changed my answer, by the way. I forgot that this was on here. The final okay. countdown. Hell yeah. Beats everything. <laughs> I know, but Arrested Development kind of ruined the final countdown for me forever. No, but there was when The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask got ported to 3DS. Mm-hmm. Um. Basically, there was like I guess it's it was a very short lived meme where people were playing like popular songs from like I guess the, the Deku Link because when he wears like the Deku mask, yes. he turns into a little plant thing, and he's got like horns. So someone learned how to play the intro to Final Countdown <laughs> in Majora's Mask, and it is so good. And it's like thank you, video games, you have revived this song for me. <laughs> And also, a lot of the songs on this list make me want to play Rock Band and Guitar Hero. Uh-huh. I had that, too. Were there any bands that you felt like should have been on this that weren't? That's a good question. That's a good question. Your mentioning of, of Rock Band made me think of a song on Guitar Hero that I played all the time that I feel like I'm surprised there. that there's no Guns N' Roses on this list. That's a good one. And not like November Rain, but like Sweet Child of Mine. You know, I don't have 20 minutes to wait for this really cool Slash solo. Oh my god, (laughs) November Rain. (laughs) This song is over now. It all starts to sound the same. And it was like, there was a wedding, and then there's the kind of like, God, that's like, why was it so long? I... Says the guy who listens to a band that makes fucking 12-minute songs about space prisons. Hey, the longest song's only 10. (laughs) And that's only counting the intro, but you're right. No, but, like, yeah, shit. I just realized, yeah, I listen to a lot of prog. I'm sorry. Completely disregard that argument. I'm not mad at it. I just think it's very... You're not not wrong. It's it's just just very funny coming from you. It's like, if you're going to make a song that long, it's got to have movements. It's got to have, like, different things going on. You can't... Do not fucking Death Cab for Cutie Nair scares me on get this get out of shit. my head, Ashley Berkey. Because <laughs> I was like, why is this song eight minutes? There is no... There's no reason for it. There's none! If you're going to if you're gonna have a song that's ten minutes long, your song needs to do something, we need to go somewhere in that ten minutes. If we just idle in the driveway for eight minutes and then finally go somewhere, I'm going to be mad at you. That song is only two minutes and 32 seconds long. I know. The rest of that is just the same five notes. Like, why? It's, it's bad. It was a weird choice that I don't understand. 
And you've been getting me on this Ben Gibber getting canceled sooner or later thing, and it's starting to scare me. Because now I'm starting to listen back to Death Cab, which also, I don't know yeah. if you saw that meme that um, Chill Wave had posted. Shout out to Chill Wave Kittens, by the way. <laughs> like, y- y'all are really starting to get me on this anti-Death Cab shit, and on one end, the former it's- Mel just an emo kid, which actually mm-hmm. could be yesterday. <laughs> It feels a certain kind of way, but you're right. I was like, damn, like, fuck this dude. But I'm like, no, but there was, he just loved Guinevere. <laughs> a lot. I like Death Cab. And I think. I do. I have, we've both gone on record as to enjoying Death Cab. But I think there is, there is some of, looking back on it, there's some definite, like, icky beta male entitled nice guy vibes there definitely is and because i (laughs) the postal service my god because you're like please stop 500 days of summering me i don't like it (laughs) and the fact that this woman's like i don't i don't want to be with you and yeah well why not it's like because because like just because reasons because of this right here right because human beings don't do this shit like stop go away (sighs) Some some dadly advice. You don't you don't wear ladies down. If they say no, cut your losses. There's another lady out there for you. There's so much like weird like pickup artist bullshit in that. Like, <laughs> like oh, if you just you know wear it down enough, she'll just eventually get annoyed with you and be like, all right, I guess fine. I'm like, no, ladies, don't don't back down. Yes. <laughs> and, and and if you are like to Ben Gibbard, yeah, what? No. Sorry, it just reminds me of that Loiter Squad sketch where Tyler's like, it's like, has this ever happened to you guys? And he's like, make signals. You know, the girl I understand there? Well, I had a solution for you. She don't want to fuck you! Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, I don't know. And Narrow Stairs was not a bad album because I like the singles. No Sunlight's Fun. Kath is a weird song. But again, it goes back to that thing of like, oh yeah, she feels bad because she settled. And I'm like, okay. Okay. <laughs> and it's like, all right. But they made it like there was this big tragic thing. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, she could just leave. I'm like, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a thing that could, it's, I don't know. But why awesome. is that song eight minutes long, Ashley? I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't need to be. We- <laughs> <laughs> um,. The I am abruptly changing the subject. Um, Sorry, the, the I may cut that out. <laughs> no, leave it. It's perfect. Um, the band that I thought of that feels like they should be on here, but they're not, is the Police. Interesting. I don't like I. There are a few Police songs that I genuinely enjoy. There, the Police stuff that's more like punk versus the like them trying to do caribbean's kind of stuff that's the police stuff that i like but i agree what was the fucking police song that was on guitar hero oh i should know this the message in a bottle yes that when you when you said rock band it made me think of that song and i'm like yeah that i was then surprised to find out that the police were not actually on here there's a lot of stuff that would be but then i'm just kind of like all right can we take some of these like english bands off here no disrespect but you know, here in America, you know, we support Sting because, you know, he's, he's a red-blooded American, but. <laughs> Isn't he British? That was the joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
there it goes right over my head. I saw it now. Okay. Um, uh, it wasn't that funny. <laughs> I don't know, but then there's some police songs where I'm like, there's some Ben Gibbard. Okay. Yeah. Can we make Ben Gibbard a verb? Yes. Because there's definitely some Gibbard stuff going on here where it's like, okay, someone's getting stalked. Uh, this teacher is definitely having sexual relations with a student. Sting, we need to talk, buddy. Uh-huh. He he's got some Gibbard vibes for sure. Which I think he once you but once you like the police, he was good, right? Maybe it was just maybe it was just that vibe. He's like, I got away from these dudes. They're like, this is problematic. I need to be singing about like fields of gold and barley, and <laughs> <laughs> that's where it's that's where the money is. It's in that's his goddamn barley. <laughs> he just wanted to open a microbrewery. That's fine, right? Doing songs with like Eric Clapton for Lethal Weapon. Like, come on, like. <laughs> Get that David Sanborn money? Like, let's go. I forgot about that. Oh, that song fucking rules. I'm sorry. Like, what a way to... Okay, keep in mind, there was an era, kids, of you who are young. Because I know there's a lot of listeners that are definitely, you know, not in their 30s. Uh-huh. There was a time in which action movie soundtracks were populated by artists such as Elton John and Eric Clapton and Sting. That's fucking weird. It was the weirdest thing, but it's like, leave the weapon. It's like, people were getting blown away left and right, garroted, electrocuted, stabbed, hung, falling out of buildings constantly. And yet, it's like the most, like, badass jazz <laughs> and, like, 80s rock. It's just like, what is going on here? And it's like, no one ever just thought to do this more. Because <laughs> the whole time that, like, Mel Gibson's, like, wasting, like, people with, like, Uzis and shit, you're just hearing, like, this bluesy guitar. Like, damn, this slaps. <laughs> he's getting electrocuted by like some dude in a like weird alleyway and yet like fucking walking this music's walking in memphis is on in the background <laughs> i get into over the shit rigs i was walking in memphis i that song's so good i was gonna say that's one of those songs that i understand that it is it exists in both planes where it is simultaneously like really good and really earnest and also really fucking stupid. Because <laughs> he's thinking about walking in Memphis. I'm like, okay, like, what am I supposed to glean for this? But he's singing with such like passion about he fucking something feels that it, is quite man. literally pedestrian. Yeah, he fucking feels it. I was in like, his, all right, in his whole soul. He's like, I got this one song, man, and I just, I just gotta get this. You know, it's like. That's a Faustian deal. Like, I've been trying to write this song for my whole life. And if I write this song, this is my ticket to the big time. And Adele was like, all right, what you got? And he looks at the paper and is like, oh. oh. We're old. It's okay. We're allowed to I can't get over the MGMT thing. We're your dad now. Yeah, I actually am. And it's weird, all that stuff that, like, I feel like my parents cursed me. Mm-hmm. Because there was all this stuff that like my parents used to do and say and kind of being like, oh, you know, here we go. And then I'm like, well, wait till you have the line was always wait till you have kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, joke's on you. I ain't going to have our shit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That was that was always the line that my brother got. And my brother has has two great kids. But uh, it's just one of those things that I always crack up about. I'm just like. Missed me with all of that shit. I have a dog. <laughs> and the difference but. is, though, like, our parents having us, mm-hmm. there was no internet. So it's like having kids plus internet access. 
Yeah. Where now everything gets thrown back at me, and it's like, you, okay, this might be a meme for y'all, but this was life for me. Don't. <laughs> Don't shit on stuff. No, it's not even shitting on stuff. I think it's like, oh, you know what? If it's how they can appreciate it, I'll take it. But there's like that bit of me that's like bitter. It's like, you know, you weren't there for that. Like, I love the Black Parade, and God damn it. Like, <laughs> 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 like, I really was not okay. All right. And y'all just over here just. Oh my God. <laughs> so, not for nothing, this playlist is perfect for me. <laughs> I, that's why I was upset because I realized, God damn it, a lot of this applies. <laughs> We're so fucking detached from emo that it's come back around and it's like its own thing again. I'm here for it, though. I'm not mad at it, but it's just weird. And that's why we're here to process. <laughs> <laughs> that's essentially in 2021. This is what this podcast will be is us processing the fact that everything's come full circle and it's slapping us dead in the face. And now we're forced to deal with it. Now we're your dad. <laughs> Yep. Uh, oh, I should probably tell all the good people where they can listen to our stuff. And of course, thank you all for listening. And um, tell them where you can find Dad on the internet. Well, Dad has. Um, <laughs> you can find him on my. Oh, never mind. Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh, well, keep in mind, there's a distinction. We're the dads who aren't posting problematic shit on facebook yeah that's why we're not on facebook we're not facebook exactly dads. see we completely avoided that part see now we're we're like the cool dads <laughs> that like tweet dad jokes and like kind of go semi-viral right. and they don't really know how twitter works and they retweet things like ad nauseum <laughs> that is actually my twitter i don't yeah that's fine. <laughs> uh. <laughs> sorry twitter at tlat podcast um that's pretty much my home base um, but Ashley runs the Instagram account and it's super cool, which is also at TLAT podcast. And on Tuesdays, Ashley has a uh, really cool feature, Tuesday tunes, where she posts a lot of really cool music that, you know, comes across her ears, some old favorites, some new favorites, a lot of stuff I wasn't even aware of. So I feel like in a way, Ash is like that friend's dad who's like into current shit. And he's all like, hey, here's the stuff we should be listening to. And I was like, thanks. Thanks, Dad. Right. Which, okay, I kind of got lost in metaphor. But point being is, it's a lot of cool stuff. <laughs> um, you can also email us, tlatpodcast at gmail.com. That's the email. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. Pretty much where any podcast can be found. And, again, like, this has been... It's only January. I have not even processed the fact that it's only January still. Yeah. As and of this we still have some. I was gonna say we still have some January left. And I'm kind of done with January already. I'm, I'm I'm kind of over it. I feel like that's how January feels every year, though. Where you're like, why? Why is this month? Why are there so many days? And then February rolls in, and you're like, this month has even less days, but still feels longer. Why? I don't know. I think it's just winter. Yeah, I think it's just winter too. This is also the first winter where like. Thankfully, it hasn't snowed much, and I haven't really been listening to a lot of, like, Viking Metal or Skyrim soundtrack. so <laughs> right now, I'm just back really heavy in my emo shit, and it's kind of been a little fun. To close us off, Dad has some very important life advice for you, and that life advice is, don't get swallowed by a whale.
For more great podcasts, visit adrianhasissues.com.